Day 135 Reinventing the wheel You know that saying, to reinvent the wheel, doing something really unnecessary, benefiting no one and consuming effort just to reach similar or exactly the same outcome that is already available to piggyback on. But reinventing the wheel happens all the time, in a very positive way. It actually has a very negative vibe, while we reinvent things in a better, optimized, more practical and useful way. Some might challenge it, that it's not reinventing, but rather improving, and yes, partially they are right. But I am not talking about these situations, but rather total overhauls of inventions. There is actually a word for that, which covers both improvements and reinventions. The word is innovation. Innovation is misinterpreted and misused a lot. I read articles on a daily basis and listen to audio or video resources where people use one word in place of the other like they were the same thing. They sound similar, yes, but they are completely different meanings. Invention. This is something that in most part was never existent, or its form is fairly new to the humanity, the market, the science and discipline in which it is invented. It's debatable at which point something can still be called the invention, because it doesn't have to be out of this world or a totally impossible thing, but rather some new idea, new concept, new discovery that helps to build further innovations on top of it. Innovation, while it sounds very close, it's not something totally new from one angle but it is a completely new version of some previously known concept. A new approach, new angle, new take on something we know, but in a much practical, useful and optimized form. It might even feel like invention for some people, but it has some foundation already in another thing that was invented. So it is not in fact an invention itself. This doesn't mean it can't be groundbreaking on the verge of miracle and amazing creation. Very often, it actually is. As an example, invention might be a combustion engine as an initial concept. Innovation would be the re-engineering it and making it a rotary engine, like Wankel engine, which is based on similar concept, but turned the idea upside down and made it to many high-performance cars. In technology, we have many of examples like that. The closest to all is probably a very polarizing company like Apple especially when Steve Jobs was still alive and making sure the company reinvents the wheel for the good of people while making good money out of it. Today's Apple is way different and unfortunately 
lost its soul to capital-driven and revenue-focused entity like many big corporations became. While the invention of a cell phone was already there, and some even were able to serve basic WAP protocol for early internet and then email, they were very far from user-friendly. Apple was first to successfully innovate the world of phones with the iPhone when they disagreed with the industry and rejected the idea of phones having a fixed keyboard and clumsy, unattractive interface. The iPhone brought first interactive interface where applications could apply their own interface and display it whichever way they wanted to look and feel and however it fits the user to be pleased with. It wasn't touchscreen or the cell phone that changed our way of interacting with devices nowadays. It was the idea of combining these inventions together to enable innovation that shook the world of all devices at the time. Apple brought such revolutionary hybrids as innovations before iPhone and after it in other areas, and it was mostly enabled by the open-minded CEO whom Steve Jobs was. It wasn't him who created implemented these things. He was visionary that brought people who were able to deliver these things, who were skilled and not afraid to take on a challenge. He ensured that they were enabled to do their job, regardless of what investors or company suits thought about it. He proved his way right to the point that when Apple removed him from C-suite and fired him, company stock plunged and the skeleton of what was left on the verge of bankruptcy was rebuilt and brought back to the shining giant again by no other but Steve Jobs himself. Company had to bring him back to ensure it does not cease to exist. This only proves how important his input was, even though many people try to challenge it and disregard his impact. If you want to know more facts and not gossips, if you want to learn the opinions, interviews and feedback of many people who were close to him and the company, those who loved him and many who might have not been fond of him even, but still appreciated the influence, I recommend the book After Steve, How Apple Became a Trillion Dollar Company and Lost Its Soul, which brings amazing insights to what happened behind the scenes, who Steve chose to lead those innovations and designs, how he was close to regular employees, to ensure he knows what they think and they know exactly what he sees as the final outcome with all the possible freedom he gave them to make things right. That's it for today. I think this might give you some inspiration in this world that is so amazing and beautiful yet where culture somehow lost its plot and is wandering with little purpose in many cases. Walk, done. Duolingo, done. Mimo, done. 
I think I am ready to try and restart my exercise routines again. This virus got me good twice in the last six to eight weeks, but I feel recovered now. So I believe the time is now.